Hi everyone, Taylor here. You know, at our podcast, we were wanting to center the perspectives of people who look like us and women, as well as marginalized people who has been historically pushed to the sideline of conversations. So, if you haven't already, we welcome you to engage through our Instagram or Facebook page by leaving a comment, or simply support us by subscribe our podcast from Acast. Apple, Spotify, and Google. It will make a huge differences to increase our visibility and centering the conversations we have from our pod. Enjoy today's episode. Okay, welcome to Asian Beaches Down Under. It is our pleasure to have Benson Wu, the director of Taiwan Film Festival in Australia, and Michelle Ko, the program director,、uh, coordinator for the festival, here with me today. The purpose of the interview is to introduce to our listeners to a diversity of people working in the film and entertainment industry, and also to promote the fourth annual Taiwan Film Festival in Australia with the introduction of the brand new event,、uh, which is called Taiwanese Bookshelves.、Um, so let's welcome Ben and Michelle. Hello.、Um, hi, hi, everyone. Um, can I start with you, Benson?、Um, and also, you, ha- you can answer the question after Benson.、Um, so the first question I have here is that: Can you give us an introduction of yourself,、uh, where you're from, and how did you end up in Australia、uh, working for the film festival? Yeah.、Um, so hi, hi everyone.、Uh, my name is Benson Wu. I'm from Taiwan originally. And I moved to Australia about 2012.、Um, I first came as an international student, so I studied in Macquarie. And after I finished my degree, I, I really love Sydney. I love the lifestyle here in Australia as well. And、um, yeah, so I decided to to stay. <laughs> okay. So what did you study in Macquarie?、Uh, I did marketing and media. What actually, to be honest, I actually started accounting <laughs> for、oh, one、yes. semester. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not for me. So I, I changed to more like art direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.、Yeah. How about you, Michelle? Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm from Taiwan as well, and I came to Australia around six years ago, like、um, in 2015.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came here with my family. I came here for study, and also part of my family are in Australia. So I moved here and live with them.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, are you studying at the moment, or no? I graduated last year from、okay. UNSW. Okay, I was studying media. Yeah. Oh, so you're doing media as well. That's wonderful. Yeah. And how are you two adjusting to the life of Australia? Oh,、uh, I'm quite okay.、Um, I mean, before I moved to Australia, I lived in the states for a few years. I was、okay. in America for around two to four years.、Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I really I do prefer Australia a lot more. I mean, I mean there, there are a lot of criticism about what Australia is doing in the past and is doing、mm-hmm. right now. But I, to be honest, I think it's still a lot better and safer compared to America.、Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel the same. Yeah, I mean,、yeah. with the raising, you know, like the anti-Asian racism、yeah. for the past, you know, eight, almost eighteen months during the pandemic, I、yeah. think relatively Australia is definitely more safe. Yeah, compared yeah. to the US. Yeah.、Sure. Okay. The、um, question about Taiwanese film festival in Australia. I'm actually very curious, as in your reason to create this event, because I only I, I know about it about two or three years ago, but、yep. last year was actually the first year that I got in to、um, got online because I believe in regional news as well. 
Yeah. Uh, our listeners know that I'm up on Central Coast, so it's very difficult for me in the previous years to go down to Sydney to watch films, um, you know, during those times. But last mm. year, due to pandemic, it was moved to online. Yeah. Um, so I like to know, like, how and why for Benson Yu um, to come up with the idea for the event. Oh. Well, I don't. I didn't really come up with the film festival idea. I kind of just okay. copied it. <laughs> um, well, I, I started being involved with the film industry after I graduated university, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, but before that, I worked in the commercial corporate industry, like doing marketing for a while, and I, I really hated it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's also when I first came out as, as a gay gay person after I finished okay. my degree and I, I didn't know anyone in Australia I didn't know anyone that kind of can identify as gay as well and that's why I started to involve with Queer Screen uh, Mardi Gras Film Festival mm-hmm. um, so I, kind of, I was a volunteer and slowly I became their social media person and do more marketing strategy and stuff um, so after that for a few years I was lucky enough I moved to Sydney Film Festival and continued to do similar works um, but I did it for about four or five years around that and then I realized, hey, um, they never pick a lot of Asian film. They mm-hmm. especially film from Taiwan. Every time I mention some of the film from Taiwan, that's huge. They're like, oh, no, we don't know. We never heard of it. And then we don't have time to watch it or con- even consider to program it. Um, so that's when I was like, oh, that's a, a bit of a shame. Um, so I was like, oh, we got a team. We got the government support as a, in the background. Um, so we're like, okay, let's try for the first year, see if people actually wanted to come. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how it was started there. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and how about you, Michelle? How did you get involved working um, at the, this event? Uh, so I think the first the first year that I know about this film festival was the year uh, it's in 2019. So it's like the second year of Taiwan Film Festival, mm-hmm. and I was uh, turning up like as a audience and I really like so the first film that I watched uh I think it's Nina Wu and then I really like (laughs) yeah it's pretty it's pretty dark Uh and I was like so uh so lucky that I can watch Taiwanese film in Australia yeah so yeah and then I worked as a volunteer last year Mm -hmm. Mm. and this year I was like "Mm, probably I can get involved more Mm-hmm. and it help with the team yeah okay that's fantastic because i know you do a lot of um you help me i'm involved with the team <laughs> as well um it's such a great honor and michelle helped me uh a lot with a lot of tech stuff because <laughs> i'm so old and i don't understand a lot of video editing and inserting captions and things like that it was a lot mm-hmm. of help from michelle um <laughs> about the essence of the tiny uh, film festival in australia what do you think uh the differences compared to other film festivals what's the what are the elements that you think that makes this festival stand out and what i hope saying this doesn't make other film festival haters (laughs) 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 but i think or the the goal or or the the mission for the whole thing of the film festival is actually to try to do something more creative or more out there compared Mm -hmm. to some some other, I'll say, more established or older film festival in Australia, they, you often get too comfortable while you're doing, you kind of just copy paste the same thing every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 
uh, I think because coming from a, a creative background and the whole team as well, we're always trying to do something more creative, say with the poster, with the content on social media, uh, with the program, we always focus on a lot of diversity, say we always have a LGBT film. Uh, we yeah. try to, not every year we can include indigenous film, but we tried as much as we could. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of differentiates us from other, say, Asian film festival, other film festival in Australia. Yeah, I see. Um, with the, you mentioned the poster and the creativity around uh, this film festival. Um, I've seen the poster for this year's film festival. Uh, who came up with the idea? Because there's a lot of food. Like first, first thing that we think about Taiwan, a lot of my um, non-Asian friends, they will, they will say, oh, it's the food and it's the people. Like the people and the food are the most uh, direct connect for yeah. um, people who doesn't know much about Taiwan. How did the idea of the food come up and what in what relation of the food is going to be related with the film festival this year? Sure, do you want to answer that without giving away too much <laughs> of the program? <laughs> I think the idea was come out from Benson because mm-hmm. he say like, like in Taiwan, in Taiwan cinema, then we always, uh, the food is the essential part mm-hmm. that when we watch the film. So, so he got this idea and then he, um, and then we, we are like discuss about like what kind of food that could be relating to, um, like could be an iconic image of Taiwanese mm-hmm. Taiwan. So we 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 just brainstorming and then go like with the a lot of meetings coming up and then just discuss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because it's really attractive poster. I think it really gets oh. people's attention. Like I, the first time I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, is it gonna be a lot of films about food?" Because that would yeah. be definitely quite interesting and will attract a lot of audience as well. Because, like I said before, um, food is the very first connection for a lot of non-asian mm. audience mm. to know about yeah, and it. i think yeah mm. and i think a lot of taiwanese in australia they're the they are very like they miss taiwanese food a lot like mm. every time we hang out we will just say oh we miss this kind of food that food and then we can't <laughs> really eat in australia like authentic food that we can't really have it in Australia, so we so food is a really big connection between all Taiwanese people. So I think this is a really big um, idea, and then mm-hmm. it's really nice that we put it in and then connect with films. That's fantastic! Yeah, love it. Um, so what would the format of the festival uh, this year? I, I know that, like, like I mentioned before, last year was fully online because we mm-hmm. were pretty much in um, lockdown. I wouldn't say mm. like 100% lockdown, but a lot of events were moved online. Mm. How about this year? I mean, we just had an announcement in Sydney that we're going to extend another week of lockdown. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, <laughs> before before this the outbreak, you know, Benson and I, we've spoke about the one of the bookshelf um, events that's happening on the 17th of July, which is originally going to happen in State Library of New South Wales, but now we're moved mm. online. 
um, what are the indications that we're seeing for the film festival, which is will be happen later in the year? Mm. So at the moment, we plan to do a hybrid uh, style of the film mm -hmm. festival. So it will be part of the program will be in the cinema, and the other half of the program will be streaming online. That's as far as I can go at this stage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you, you, I know that you have you have um, you know some of the some parts of the festival you don't want to be announced right now. That's yeah. understandable. <laughs> you just want to keep it a bit mysterious and yeah. have it a big announcement later, which is good. Yeah. But um, I want to talk about uh, the brand new event, the Tiny's uh, Bookshelves, um, yeah. which you want to promote the Taiwanese literature to the Australian mm -hmm. readership. Um, what did you come up with this idea yourself, or has anyone gave you the? No, I still it from somewhere else. <laughs> 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 no, um, I think it all kind of started from um, the TV series. Of course, you've seen it, the Magician of Skywalk. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's when I started to get involved with a bit more of the Taiwanese literature, and at the same time, I think because of lockdown. Um, the, say the Korean Culture Center and the Japan Foundation, they're all doing a lot of their own um, translated literature to the mm -hmm. Australian audience. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And some of the book I picked it out, I was like, this is really good. Um, mm -hmm. So I thought of this opportunity and I did a research and I thought, oh, this is really quite a big names there I can start with to see if mm -hmm. people will be interested. And the more I do research, I'll be like, oh, my God, he, he's actually huge. <laughs> then yeah. how can I never know about him before? So yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the idea how we all start there. Yeah. yeah. So the author that ben Benson has just mentioned is uh, Professor Wu Ming Yi is the first author that will be inviting to join the panel to talk about uh, his work on the 17th of July, which will be online now. Um, like you said, um, The Magician on Skyway, did you watch that drama yourself? Or have you just read? No, nah, I don't watch pirates, man. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Uh, we, we try to. Uh, I, I even approached the sales agent, but uh, sadly, they only have two episodes that has English subtitle. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of just gave up on the idea, either try to screen it or even try to watch it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To my understanding, it is on Netflix Asia, but it's not on Netflix Australia, which is a bit pity, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's only on Netflix Taiwan. Oh, it's only on Netflix likely. Taiwan only. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. They should really expand the um, the exposure of that work because it's really, really good. I mean, I haven't read the book like yeah. that. I kind of like I have VPN and watched it somewhere else. <laughs> I'm not gonna, gonna review it Oops. right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's uh, such a brilliant, brilliant work. It's even though it was set in the very seventies and eighties. But yeah. the issues that happened then that didn't solve um, around the topics of social justice, yeah. uh, the freedoms of literacy in Taiwan during the martial law, and also yeah. the encounterings of uh, LGBTQI community. It was it's still very relevant nowadays. I think a lot yeah. of audience out there will be able to resonate with um, a lot of things that's been, you know, happened, the stories in the drama. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, another question for both of you. Um, speaking of the films, what which what film, what tiniest film would you say is your favorite film? You can have one or two. It's fine. Yeah. 
Let's start with you, Michelle. <laughs> you have a favorite one, or is it very hard to decide? Yeah, because I was just discussed with Benson just now before <laughs> our meeting, and I say, oh, I, the only film that pops up in my in my head is The Great Buddha Plus. Okay, is that yeah, a, a very then, relatively new film? It just came out. Yeah. How old was mm-hmm. that film? Yeah. Twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah, 1817. Mm. What's the Chinese name of that film? Okay. Can you give us like the synopsis, yeah. like the background of yeah, that the, film? It's um I remember it explores like the authority gap between uh people in higher class, in higher social status, and people in lower social status. And then it it's a really like a it has like a horror elements in it mm-hmm. the plot has a horror elements in it but it reveals the reality that uh there is a very big gap in between and the people with higher status they can actually control the future mm. like okay. yeah and the people with lower status they can't even if they pray for god they can't do they can't have just a little bit authority no they don't have a, just a little bit. They can't control anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In and, their life. I okay. Think. And yeah. why why was this film so attractive to you? Why did you like it? Because I feel like it's uh it reveals the reality mm-hmm. and uh it, it uses a funny way okay. to um like mimic, like mock. Mm-hmm. the reality. reality and then like the way yeah and then also the film is very local localized like they mm-hmm. use uh they use taiyu they use taiwanese dialect in the film and then all the humor humor elements all the jokes are very like related to our culture mm-hmm. and i feel funny but at the same time i feel sad it yeah. gives me a lot of like it's like a like roller coaster <laughs> yeah feeling like uh, i have uh like a mm, happy happy feeling and also very sad at the same time wow yeah. that's a mix of that's a lot fine. of emotions yeah mm, a lot of emotions contained in that yeah uh-huh, <laughs> so see. that's why i really like it i like the plot mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Mm. Um, how about you, Benson? Do you have one or two favorite Chinese films? This is seriously the hardest question when I read through your question. Oh, really? <laughs> I, is it because I, I you can't pick what? one? Is it because you can't pick one, or is it because there's no <laughs> you don't have a favorite one? I'm fresh. <laughs> I, I I can say I have favorite Taiwanese film only because I don't think I have watched enough, and also I'm the type of person I always change my taste every year uh-huh. yeah but i can say some of the film that definitely changed my life is probably a documentary called a foley artist mm-hmm. uh, it's not a big documentary but i watched it during the programming in the first year and then the whole thing was about how they make sound for the film mm-hmm. uh in the background and then that kind of completely changed the way how i look at the film how i listen to the sound of the film um another film probably i would say dear x which is on netflix is about this uh gay guy marry um mary guy who's also kind of gay i don't know uh, 
I don't think I'm supposed to label them. <laughs> anyway, it's a good film. <laughs> um, and that touched me so a lot. And I watched, uh, that's probably the first film I watched it with my, my family after coming out. So I think it means oh, a lot to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a very important film. It's like a journey for you to. Yeah, yeah. To like coming out <laughs> and letting yeah. your family know. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I've watched Dear X, I think was when you first came out on Netflix. Yeah, it mm. was a very um very emotional film for me. Because I yeah. have I have um friends in LGBTQ community and I, I do mm. know that there are friends there out there who hasn't come out yet. And it was mm. it's extremely difficult, extremely oh, yeah. difficult for um like um gay communities especially in asia because they're mm. still battling with a lot of stigma um mm. about being gay and also yeah. they have this conflict of um following the very conservative idea of having a family having kids and you mm. know just the usual um, yeah <laughs> i think dear x really explores um the changes of how people becoming to accept mm. um just be who you are yeah yeah i did it so nicely and perfectly as well without being like stereotyped the whole thing yeah just definitely yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right yeah um i would just want to share with you my favorite tiniest film which is i'm going to talk yeah. about with jesse a bit later in some other episodes yeah. um is uh in Sinanu, um oh. in- Eating and drinking woman and men. I don't know how they translate it in English, but I've recently yeah. up and watched on Netflix again. It's a very old yeah. movie. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a I good first, one. yeah. Um, I first watched that movie when I was like 13 or 14. It was actually at, at the cinema um in Australia. That was the very first time that I watched a Asian film in Australian cinema. That was back in oh, George wow. Street, yeah, almost like 25 years ago or something like that. Um, we had it because my dad was working in tourism industry and they mm-hmm. had a lot of Asian agents um, established uh, like a film gathering because back in that day, they have functions for a lot of corporate um, staff and usually they'll have a dinner and sometimes they'll have a mm. film um, viewing. And that time was at, uh, in Sunanu. And I actually quite like it because it had, like you said, it had a lot of, um, elements of food mm. and I think uh, Taiwanese film does very well in the sense of presenting family family yeah. connection yeah. Yeah. And family drama yeah I know family drama <laughs> and sometimes we said um I, I don't know I'm not quite sure whether or not both of you, I know Michelle is definitely a lot more younger than me um when we when I was growing up in Taiwan because I moved to Australia when I was 10 I see my older relatives watching Ba Dian Dang, which is eight o'clock mm. drama. It's so <laughs> dramatic. It's like trust viewing dramatic. It's over. Is that how Ozzy watch four o'clock uh Hua Sa Show? The Bold and the Beautiful, have you heard of it? Yeah, it's so similar and the beautiful US and Australian um uh, audience, but it's so yeah. over the top. It's always like yeah. car accident, death, yeah. suicide, and so over the top. <laughs> Always uh, lapping their face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was really funny. Like as a kid, I thought that okay, it doesn't really happen in reality because this is so, yeah. so funny. But as the time goes, I feel like there's a um, evolution for Taiwanese film and drama production. It's mm. slowly improving 
how they produce, uh, especially with family connections. Mm. I think they present a lot of emotions through um, the dramas in the film and mm. also the subtleness um, between the human connections because it's really hard for, I think, a lot of Asians, we um, kind of bury and bottle up with a lot of emotions. And I mm. think uh, Australia, uh, sorry, the Chinese film industry and the drama industry did does a, uh, quite a well job in that. Yeah, what do you mm. think? What do you think has been the change? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of the other way around. I, okay. I kind of feel like <laughs> Taiwan film industry somehow especially this year or last year, I found they have kind of stuck in a particular style or genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I do hope there's other space or creative space they can expand even further rather than just uh, stick with uh, the Hou Shaoxian style or Chai Yang style. I think that there are more they can try to yeah, approach, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of genres are you, like, what's your outlook for Tani's? Film industry. What What do you think the genres that um, they could explore? Well, like, like you mentioned, I think Taiwanese film um, they, they they do quite well with say family drama or uh, localized storytelling stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I don't think we're very good at say doing horror or thriller or say comedy or even fantasy that kind of genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they are slowly trying to approach that because that's, I think, where the market international audience wants. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> yeah, it we is cut this part. part. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Um, I think it's a bit difficult because Taiwan is still relatively a, a small market compared to is, a lot is. of, um, say, mm-hmm. maybe a lot of time, what you want to make really detect by the sponsor or the producer or mm-hmm. for the audience willing to pay for it to go to the cinema to see. So that kind of narrowed down even further on um, what kind of film director can actually make to get support, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe that's happening all around the world, like having kind of struggle. Um, but I think like we, we were interviewed the other director last week or the week before, and he was sharing about uh, how there should be more creative support from the union itself, on the film film industry itself, rather than uh, the government having too much power or authorization on where the money goes to a particular company or director. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of what's happening at the moment in Taiwan. Yeah, yeah I think Taiwan... There's no EQ, equal distribution. Yeah. yeah, I think because Taiwan, well, from my understanding is that because... Um, art hasn't really been prioritized. Yeah, exactly. A bit sad mm. because mm. Um, a lot of older generations and you see bureaucracies, they still mm. place more a direct um, economy into manufacturing, which yeah. we all know, and yeah. maybe technology because Taiwan is a big producer of uh, semiconductor, semiconductors. Yeah. Um, art hasn't been really... Um, really looked into really? it which is sad. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Australia, like they don't care about they only yeah. care about coals and exports. <laughs> I think if you um wanna see the like the rewards out from the art industry is like a slow progression. Like we can't really see it see the uh like a reward right now. 
mm-hmm. but you probably will improve as a like in general. But like it's not like fast. Yeah, like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, art is a, a form of progression that doesn't have the return of investment very, very quickly. Whereas、yeah. primary industries and manufacturing industries. That you sell stuff and then you see、mm. the return immediately. See the result, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's understandable. Yeah, um, I don't have any other questions for you two. Anything <laughs> else that you want? Yeah, to- isn't it too quick? <laughs> yeah, um, maybe just let us know uh what the program. I don't know if can you talk about the program or do you want to leave that to a bit later? <laughs> leave for, it for later. <laughs> well, I got a question for you.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I think I've been listening to your podcast, so you、okay. always mention what you've been reading this week and what I've been watching this week, which I'm happy to share about this topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm a bit nervous of people asking me, but that's all right. Yeah. What have you been watching? Um. Okay, I've been watching this week. Uh, the Naked Director. Uh, it's on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, the Japanese porn AV King. Um. My yeah, my husband and I started watching last year, and the new season just came out. I think it was the end of June. Yeah, I, I'm into it not because it's porn. I mean, everyone's into porn because we're humans. But、um, <laughs> I am interested in why that,、uh, how the progression of the sexuality in Japan flourished、mm. during that time. Yeah,、mm. yeah, and. I think it's quite interesting to see that、um, it's almost like a biography. Watching、mm. like watching that thing, and I it's kind to, of based on true story. Yeah, it? it is based on true、yeah. story. Yeah, and I'm just at the part where that the director he's just going over the top, investing、yeah. in his business, but he doesn't see it as a he doesn't see it as he wants to do it for the sake of. Liberating the sexuality、yeah. in Japan anymore. He's seen it as a business, and he just want to、yeah. expand it and just go over the top. I, I so what are you up to? Season one or season two? I finished season one. Yeah,、okay. so I'm watching season two right now. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I started episode one, season two. Uh huh. But it was a bit slow, so I can't put it aside a little bit at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's season two、good. is not as good as season one, unfortunately. That's quite kind of felt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I so, guess yeah, I think, he's probably gone to the peak of his career. Yeah. When when the sh- when the drama is following the downfall、yeah. of his career, like audience might have lost interest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, how more can you bring? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything、okay. else that you want to elaborate on for the festival? Other than I think I guess can briefly talk about the. The event October, which is Chitaway's、mm-hmm. Remembrance, the book, which、uh, we'll be talking about the the kind of the history of queer literature in Taiwan or in Asia.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so that event, I think, will be pretty 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 exciting as well, and to know more about queer literature if people are interested.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.、Mm-hmm. So the event in October, where would、mm-hmm. it be holding? Hopefully, we won't have another outbreak, and you will be like face to face. At the moment is. Twenty sixth October, and we are doing in the Kinesia restaurant, which is at the end of Oxford Street, I believe,、mm-hmm. uh, next to the Bookshop Darlinghurst, and they will be partnering with us for this event as well.
Okay. Uh, it's quite limited capacity. At the moment, I think we can only have like 50 or 60 people in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're having the translator for the Chitawe's book, the member is uh, Ari. Uh, he is at the moment the professor from Australian University in Canberra. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will be coming down specially for this talk. And we also have uh, Thomas, uh, the professor from Macro University, which he specializes in like, pop culture and BL culture in Japan and Asia as well. So. Yeah, it sounds really. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it myself. Yeah. So do you want? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you want to just quickly mention the event on the 17th of July again, and the time, and how can people um, maybe register online? Yep. So on the 17th of July, we will have a conversation with uh, Umi Yi and the translator Daryl together with us online and then helen will be our translator so there will be a bilingual event mm-hmm. um it will be an online q a event so you have to book your ticket but it's free um but we already have booked out 50 percent capacity now uh, mm-hmm. so if you are interested book it now quick yeah yeah for our <laughs> listeners check out our agent a, yeah i'll have <laughs> a um link on our show notes so quickly grab the tickets and I, I know that there's um, a lot of, of my friends who are interested to attend this event. Um, we don't have much of the connection. It, it will be quite relatively new for a lot of non-Asian readers. It, it will be the first for them to get in. But you were surprised. I think, I don't know if I can share this because mm-hmm. he has been here twice already and he's so kind of well-known in the Australian market. But when we run it this time, I look at the background who booked it. I say eighty percent of them are with Chinese name. I don't know if okay. they're Australian or Chinese, but I was kind of expecting more like Australian name to come out, but it didn't. Which uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Yeah. I think Australia is quite diverse. Um, that's true. You'll, that's true. Yeah, you'll have a lot of like second or third generations like Asian yeah. who mm-hmm. want to read Asian literature. Yeah. Be, they will be interested in participating in it. Yeah. Okay, um, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, Michelle and Benson, uh, for being on our show today. <laughs> it's a huge honour to share this on our show, and I urge listeners to check out Taiwan News Film Festival's website and their social media platforms. All the links I'll have on the sh- on our show notes, and it's been really delightful to talk to you, Benson and Michelle. Thanks okay. for having me. It's an honour. Fantastic. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.